Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. President Biden signed an executive order on climate. You had John Kerry, the former Secretary of State, who's his envoy on climate, and Gina McCarthy, both discussing the changes that are necessary in order to save the country. And he came through with some of the same lines that he has issued before. Like, we're not going to ban fracking, even though he has said repeatedly that we're going to ban fracking. And I want to get into what he said today, but I would be remiss if I didn't share something that he said just the other day. Actually, it was, well, just yesterday when I played it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY-833-468-8669. We were sharing it live when Joe Biden was talking, and I addressed it, but throughout last night, it really started gnawing at me that it required another go-around. And when you hear it again, you, you really do, when you take the time to absorb it, you recognize that one of our conversations has been proven true. That we are not having a conversation of, do we want an America like this or an America like that? We're having a conversation of, do we want an America or not? Because I put forth to you that when you listen to Joe Biden, his understanding of America is one that is not only wrong, non-American, but dangerous. Now, it is acceptable for someone to have a different point of view than me. I would consider that to be acceptable and rational. But it is very, very much something else. When we see people push for an idea that says you are bigoted for your existence, that says you should be subjected to training or shall we call it the reprogramming? I mean, call it what it is. People have been discussing this, and it is sick and twisted and diseased. This very idea that, you know, was it Katie Couric? We need to reprogram Republicans? Dear Lord, when you've got Megan McCain talking smack your way, don't you realize you made a mistake? Would be happening. The, the Democrats would be wanting Republicans to come together with them to go forward. And instead, we're hearing a lot of language from people like Katie Couric. The Republicans like me need to be, quote, deprogrammed, that we're brainwashed, that 74 million Americans are basically irredeemable people that, that we don't need to communicate towards and we don't need to in any way have anything to do with. And I think it's horribly dangerous for the country. And I also think it's horribly dangerous 
just for Democrats. If you don't care about unity, you should care about the politics of this because right now there is a vacuum to pick up the uh, four people, the four in ten Republicans who feel very disenfranchised. And if a President Biden and Democrats want to have a big tent party and include some of these people, great. And if we're all just deplorable and need to be deprogrammed, as Katie Couric said, then honestly, they can go to hell because I don't need to be deprogrammed. I just have a different perspective on how the government should okay. be run. You understand Meghan McCain hates Donald Trump, right? You understand that she loves Joe Biden, right? Both those things are true. But she's right. I mean, how do you create a unity with people who think you need to be deprogrammed? And then the follow-up is, how is it possible that they view in America, see in America, that you see? How is that possible? And you come to the horrific realization that it is not possible. So let's go to some of the things Joe Biden said. ...to put out best practices for combating xenophobia in our national response to COVID. Look, in the weeks ahead, I'll be uh, reaffirming the federal government's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and accessibility, building on the work we started in the Obama-Biden administration. That's why... I'm rescinding the previous administration's harmful ban on diversity and sensitivity training and abolish the offensive counterfactual 1776 commission. Let's take a moment, shall we? The counterfactual 1776 commission? The 1776 Commission, uh, which had a a cross-section of of lawyers and historians and scholars, Victor Davis Hanson amongst them, was about understanding the founding of the nation, and it exists to counter the lie that is the 1619 Project. This will not be one of these situations where we can see it two different ways. The 1619 Project is a lie, and the people who promote it are liars. Whether they be universities, or whether they be private schools, or whether they be public schools, or whether they be businesses, or whether they be in social media. The 1619 Project is a lie. It creates the idea that the United States was really, really cemented in 1619, before it was even the United States, because that's when the first slaves were brought to the New World, and that's what we're all about. None of that is true. Historians like Gordon Wood have put this to rest. There's an entire... uh, um, bit of literature out there, I believe, by Peter Wood. I don't think there's a relation. Uh, And it is called the 1620 Project. We're actually going to do that interview and break this down further. The 1619 Project was a lie. And yet, because it came from the New York Times, which is a despicable organization not based in news, as we have learned from the 1619 Project, as we have learned from their complete failure of the podcast called Caliphate, where they were claiming to be doing interviews with people in ISIS, and it was bogus. NPR, public radio stations, I should say, across the country have dropped New York Times podcasts because they cannot be trusted. The New York Times is not a news organization. They can be, but as Barry Weiss explained in her resignation letter, they choose not to be. So here we are, with the 1776 Commission, uh, and, uh, it's about the origins of the Declaration of Independence, 1776, the Constitution, 1787, how unusual uh, they were. 
It discusses the idea of the ideals of the American founding and the centuries-long quest to live up to them. This is actually a piece from Victor Davis Hanson that I'm quoting right there. There's nothing counterfactual about the 1776 Commission. It does, however, run contrary to an ideology that believes that America is downright evil. If you believe that America is evil, do we believe in two different Americas or do we believe in America and not? That brings us to something else that Joe Biden said. It's not white Americans' fault, but just a fact. And the Americans now know it, especially younger Americans. One of the reasons I'm so optimistic about this nation is that today's generation of young Americans is the most progressive, thoughtful, inclusive generation that America has ever seen. And they are pulling us toward justice in so many ways, forcing us to confront the huge gap in economic, excuse me, economic inequity between those at the top and everyone else, forcing us to confront the existential crisis of climate, and yes, forcing us to confront systemic racism and white supremacy. It's just been weeks since all of America witnessed a group of thugs, insurrectionists, a political extremist and white supremacist violently attack the capital of our democracy. And so now, now's the time to act. It's time to act because that's what the faith and morality call us to do. Across nearly every faith, the same principles hold. We're all God's children. We should treat each other as we would like to be treated ourselves. And this is time to act, and this time to act is because it's what the core values of this nation call us to do. And I believe the vast majority of Americans, Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, share these values and want us to act as well. We have never fully lived up to the founding principles of this nation, to state the obvious. We've never fully lived up to the founding principles of this nation, to state the obvious. Speak for yourself. We, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, to ordain and establish this Constitution of the United States of America. By the way, I didn't even need a prompt. I just know it. But if you need to read it, that's okay. Make sure to get a copy uh, uh, of the Constitution uh, on your phone or, or, or get a copy of the Constitution mailed to you. We've never lived up to the founding principles of the nation is a very dastardly and ugly thing to say. And a fundamentally untrue thing to say. Because we lived up to the founding principles of this nation when we said, let's get started. We lived up to the founding principles of this nation when we said men should be free. And even if we don't have it right, we're going to create the system that gets us there. We stood up for the founding principles of this nation when brother fought brother and brother killed brother in the Civil War. And whole towns all across the Midwest were wiped clean. Every man and every boy went to war and none of them returned. We stood up for the founding principles of this nation when we were attacked at Pearl Harbor and destroyed the greatest threat to humanity we had ever known at the time. 
And we stood up for the founding principles of this nation in suffrage. And we stood up for the founding principles of this nation in just being good to our neighbors. If you ask me if bad people exist, I'll tell you bad people exist. If you ask me to then say that means it's a bad nation, sorry, you lose, Boychik. That is not true. But a nation that is there in order to form a more perfect union is always trying to live up to its founding principles. And it should not be denigrated. But rather, we look to the moments where we get it right and say, how can we build on this? We don't hide from our history. We take it into account. We don't say we are failures because we are not failures because look at where we are. And then ask yourself, why do so many people want to say, let's ruin it? Let's not take a look at where we are and how we can grow from here. Let's take a look at where we are and destroy anybody who we decide is responsible, even when they're clearly not responsible. Maybe you missed how Joe Biden started this whole conversation. It's not white Americans' fault, but just a fact. I happen to be white. I don't think any of this is my fault. Wait, stop. I know none of this is my fault. The idea that we've never fully lived up to the founding principles of this nation is simply untrue. And for the president of the United States to say that is to have no faith in what the founding principles of this nation are and who we are and what a better nation it is because it was designed to get better day by day and week by week and month by month. Something that is aspiring, inspiring, and something that we continue to aspire to. Or we can go the Joe Biden route. We're all evil and terrible and hateful. What Joe Biden said is just stunning in its failure. And certainly not the words you want to hear from a president of the United States. I'm Tony Katz.